0: Welcome to the Tumbleweed Podcast, where we discuss an eclectic range of topics, including business, design, Texas culture, and everything in between. We're two teachers that turned a side hustle into a nationally known apparel brand, and now we work with some of the biggest names in Texas. We strive to never stop exploring and continue to draw inspiration from our adventures. So, drift and explore or raise a glass. We're always ready to hang out and talk about the things that we love. So, come roll with us as we drift and explore. Leadership is one of my absolute favorite topics. My name is Brian Wysong. Here at Tumbleweed Textiles, I serve in the role of CEO as well as co-founder. And today we're going to discuss not only just leadership, but influence. And from my experience with Tumbleweed Textiles and different things throughout my life, like being a teacher, I used to work at a marketing agency. Of course, in high school and growing up, I served in different roles like captain of a soccer team, student council, and the thing is, even at an organization like that at the high school level, even middle school level, it's the same traits, characteristics that make up an effective leader as it is as you fast forward to where I'm at today, leading an organization of about 15 different employees, team members, vendors, and just people that we work with on a regular basis. And I also serve on the board of various organizations like the Chamber of Commerce, Melody of Hope. And again, even in different organizations, even doing different things, it's the same traits and characteristics that make up not just a good leader, not just a great leader, but an effective leader. And uh, today I just want to start with a definition of what is leadership? And leadership has nothing to do with seniority or one's position in the hierarchy of a company it's not a title many people think leadership is all about being called the ceo although that does bring some credibility initially you know you'd assume a ceo or a president or an owner co-founder has all the leadership traits to be effective but once you get to know that human or person you might realize okay yeah they have a title, but that doesn't mean they're a great leader. And so I want to talk about being an effective leader. Okay, and that has nothing to do with skills or personal attributes or how a person looks or how a person thinks. Many times, great leaders, effective leaders might not have the skill, but they have the ability to motivate and influence those with skills to perform at a high level to achieve a certain goal. A leader is a person who has followers. At the end of the day, a leader has followers. An effective leader has the capacity or ability to translate vision into a reality. And John Maxwell, uh, that's an author, speaker that I love, uh, says in very basic lame terms, leadership is influence. Nothing more, nothing less. Influence. And the thing is, whether if you're a mom, a dad, a teacher, a lay worker, a pastor, if you are brand new on the job at a company, you have the potential of being a leader. And think, I I used to coach soccer, right? I coached uh, girls high school soccer. I took over a JV program that had never won a soccer game. Literally, I was dumbfounded because we're in Frisco, Texas. It's supposed to be Sports City, USA, I just assumed I was going to take over a really good soccer program. And when I took that JV soccer uh, team, it uh, actually was a considerable challenge. And I knew I had to approach that situation in a totally different manner than I would if it was a soccer team with very skilled and experienced players. And so what I would do is I would take each different player and Over the course of preseason, I would figure out, okay, what are you really good at? What are you not really good at? And I would coach each individual player a little differently. And there's a few players that it was very evident that they probably would not uh, start or play on the field a whole lot. Great people, good humans, great grades, earned the right to be on the team, wanted them to have success. I knew that one day they would be great humans and really effective in their career, probably go off to the exact college they wanted to go to but on the soccer field there was no way that uh, they were going to shine and so I sat them down and said hey all right this is a situation you're probably not going to get a whole lot of playing time but you have a role on this team and your role might be to influence motivate some of the other players model behavior run out there be the first one on the field and show others how to follow directions and how to be a team player. And it was amazing. Those, those ladies really embraced that. And there's one particular that over the course of two years became my captain. Because she got so good at motivating and inspiring others. She became the one that everyone voted on as being kind of the, the player of the year. Their favorite athlete on our team. And it's because even though they weren't the best skilled player. Their role was leadership. Influencing those on the field. And that's what leadership really is. It's influence and motivation and inspiring and building and creating and growing all for the purpose of an end goal, and that's success. You know, leaders produce results. Leaders succeed, okay? One of the ways that you can tell if someone is a successful businessman, woman, mom, dad, teacher, coach, A mayor or governor within a community is if they produce results people can all day say that they're going to do things they can say they're uh, going to produce all these great results they can tell great stories they can sell the product they can sell service but at one year two years three years if results aren't produced i'm going to venture to say they're not an effective leader good leaders produce good results period and one of my live verses, this is something that I share with my team on a regular basis. And uh, it's a Bible verse, but take it as you will, as a quote. Okay? And it's very, I think, profound and effective. And that's actually why I named my son Luke. Luke means light. And uh, that's how much this verse means to me, is I wanted my son to be a light, to be an influence on uh, the people around him. And I wanted him to embrace that idea of being a light. You are the salt of the earth. that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So if you were to take this quote, again, my life verse, in your vocation, in your career, and some of you, your vocation might be a mom at home taking care of the family and kids, or a dad that's at home taking care of the family or kids. Your vocation might be being a teacher, a lawyer, a doctor, a janitor. But whatever you do within your vocation, it's about, Hey, shine your light bright. Be an influence of the people around you, not to millions and billions of people like maybe a president, but about the people within your circle. Step up and let your light shine, but do it by allowing them to see your good deeds. And what that means is is what you do is how your light shines. By what you do, and what you produce fruit is how people will be led astray or led to success good leaders influence but good leaders effective leaders do it through what they say which translates into what they do and what they succeed then translates into how you coach and inspire those around you to take kind of carry on that torch as a good leader embracing an ownership mindset is very key to being a leader it's kind of like an owner versus employee mentality or even a player and coach as i kind of said earlier it's owners think higher see broader care deeper and i also stole that from craig rochelle by the way his podcasts are fantastic owners think higher see broader care deeper employees think what is best for them an owner is obsessed for what is best for the organization and the people in that organization. It's totally different. You know, you could be an owner of a business, but if you only show up when you want to show up and you spend all your hours and days doing things for yourself, your hobbies, your own interests, your own things, that's not an effective leader. That's kind of an employee mindset. You're taking care of yourself. Good owners a.k.a. leaders, own the purpose, the mission of your organization, okay? Good, effective leaders, if, if you're a mom, if you're a dad, if no matter what you do in the position you're in, you're going to serve for what's best for the organization. And that might mean you have to work a lot more hours in the day. That might mean you have to wake up a little earlier and show up before everyone else to be a positive example. You might have to go unlock the doors and make sure everything's ready before your students come to class. Great leaders own the cause, they own the purpose, and they lead with a true ownership mindset. Greatness is not primarily a function of circumstance. It is first and foremost of conscious choice and discipline driven with humility ferociousness well, for uh, something bigger than yourself the thing is with leaders you're pursuing greatness because you want to not only succeed yourself but your organization and the people within your organization to succeed and a good example is this I have some people on my team I love them to death because I they show up every day they work really hard for me and I always tell my team some of the traits that I care most about is loyalty Loyalty and uh, the ability to sacrifice for me and for our organization. Taking ownership. And the thing I always tell my team is, you know, if they were to leave my my company because of something I did, I'm going to take that personal. If they're going to leave my organization because I did not uh, communicate effectively, I'm going to take take a, you know fault to that. But I have a significant desire especially when I have a lot lot of yuppies that work for me, uh, 21 to 25-year-olds, my dream and desire is to lead them so well that they become better humans, they become better at crafting their skill, that one day they can go off and be the exact human they want to be, do the job they want to do, and live out the life that they want to live. Being an effective leader thinks way beyond the cause or the personal, uh, I guess, What you can do for me or what can you do for my company? Effective leaders think beyond that and really want to help make sure the people, the assets, the human assets are able to take what they've learned and done there to go off and do uh, what, you know, what God has for them later on in life. Energy, ambition and drive is not just about you. It's not about what you earn. It's about what you can do for others. It is channeled outward towards a cause, quest, culture. And part of being a leadership is creating a culture and atmosphere that people want to come in and love and serve and live in. To me, part of being a leader is is embodying a family atmosphere. And so I got some three points here that I want to kind of drop real quick of, you know, how as a leader can you have influence? You as a leader, how can you be effective? You as a leader, how can you create that culture and atmosphere? And how can you lead people to become better versions of themselves? And I think the first one is great leaders create and articulate a clear vision. When there's no vision, people perish. When there's no vision, you get lost in the weeds, right? You know, you think of a map, you use a map to get to where you're going to go. As a leader, you are ultimately a map, and you are ultimately the person telling them how to follow the map. Great leaders, again, create and articulate a clear vision. That starts with a mission. As an organization, as a family, as a classroom. The best classrooms on the first day of school, the best teachers bring everyone in, smile high, make a great first impression, shake their hands, give them a hug, show the love and care of human uh, just human uh, behavior. But then you right away set... The, the standards you set the rules you say hey these are the 10 things we expect in this classroom this is who I am you establish some credibility you might share some stories about why you're a teacher and why you teach math science art whatever it might be and then you tell them okay this is my expectation for the year but I think it all starts with not just the mission of hey this is what we're going to accomplish this year Good teams, good football teams are able to say, Hey, we want to win the Super Bowl, but we got to start with the first game. Game by game, we have a mission, a purpose, a goal. Good leaders, a good teacher is going to have a goal every single day when kids come in the classroom. But they understand that every single day, every one of those goals is to achieve the ultimate goal or mission of that classroom. But that first day of school, you set that mission, you set your vision and you share with them your core values. Here at Tumbleweed Textiles, we have a mission, we have a vision, and we definitely have core values. You know, if you wanna be a good basketball player, you gotta stay within the court. You gotta follow the rules, otherwise the referee might kick you out. Well, it's the same thing in a family. It's the same thing on a team. It's the same thing within an organization. Good, effective leaders share their mission, share their vision, they set their core values. And they effectively communicate and articulate that. The second thing is is good, effective leaders model behavior. Habits you have today will shape who you become tomorrow. So if you want to become a better leader, get strategic with your habits. And I start with that. Again, that's another Craig Rochelle uh, quote. But it begins with you as a leader, if you expect your team to follow those rules, to follow that mission, to follow that vision... If you're a parent that expects your kids to wake up and run, or to wake up and do chores, or to wake up and eat that breakfast, or at dinner time to eat those last pieces of green beans, well, you better make sure you do it yourself. Good, effective leaders model it. So, if if you're going to be, uh, let's say, a creative director, okay, you better model that behavior. Be the first one in the meeting. Be ready to set the goals for your team draw a clear vision, but you start with yourself. If you want to be an effective leader, do what you ask others to do. The best teachers at one time were really good students. And I believe you can't take people further than you're wanting to go. So if you aren't able to go that far yourself, then why can you expect someone else to do that as well? But that's one thing when I had my girls soccer team coming back to that, they never won a game. And I gave them all a purpose, set the vision. You know one thing what will happen is, and in the next year, we never lost a game. It took one year. We never lost a game. I took the team from never winning a game to never losing a game. And here's why. Every practice, I ran with them. Every game, I, I was the first one there in the locker room before we got on the bus and get, went. When I drove that bus, I followed the rules. I stopped at the stop signs. I stopped at the lights. And sadly, not every coach will do that. But I follow the rules. And if I expected them to follow the rules, I model that behavior. But then also discipline, right? Like it takes discipline. As iron sharpens iron. So when man sharpens another, a lot of that's discipline. You know, you got to model the behavior of that discipline. And passion is is, is contagious. Part of modeling behavior is show passion. Like why would someone want to show up to work if you don't want to be there yourself? And if you never show up to work, why would you expect someone else to want to be there? There's a FOMO is a real deal. Just ask my team. I show up to work even when I don't need to. Be, I could do whatever I want. I could probably go to a brewery, to a coffee shop and work. But I show up every day because I'm modeling the behavior. And then guess what? My team chooses to be there too because they see me there. And that's what creates that culture I've discussed is when they see that I want to be there, they want to be there. And if I don't show up, why would they ever want to show up? again then all I'm doing is show them why I wouldn't want to be there. Passion is very important is you gotta show you love what you do. You gotta show that even in the hardships, in the pain, in the struggle, there's a passion that drives. It's a fuel that that lights that fire. Discipline, passion, but the biggest thing is never, ever, ever waver from ethics. And so if you're gonna model that behavior, it goes back to your core values and those principles that you laid out in effectively communicating that to the team is you've got to model those ethics, not only at work, but when you drive your car, when you go to the store, when you're at home is you got to be a man or a woman of your word and you got to show it. You got to show it on your social media. You got to show it in in, in person. You got to show it when you're out at a bar at hanging out with your friends at night. And the last thing is laziness. I hate it. My team knows it, but people are lazy. And if you're going to be an effective leader, not, CEO, not manager, not director, but a true leader influencing others to do the right thing. Man, you got to model that you're a hard worker. I will hire a hard worker any day over someone that has a whole lot of skill. I do believe hardworking people come out further ahead. And so as a good leader and manager, if you expect that in your people, you better do it yourself. And if you complain that others aren't doing their job, then you need to check yourself first. Because maybe it's because you're not modeling that behavior. And the last thing is good leaders coach and inspire. Again, good leaders, effective leaders coach and inspire. It's not just setting clear vision and communicating it. It's not about just modeling behavior. Because at the end of the day, I think one of the hardest traits as a good leader is is delegation. And I think the problem with our generation that is kind of here right now is our young people. And again, I was a teacher for 10 years. I coached. I've been around young people for a long time, and uh, uh, what I find is the best teachers learn to delegate. They create projects, and then they expect results, but they give their team, their students, an opportunity to succeed themselves. The problem is a lot of times parents and teachers do the work for the people, and then these kids grow up, and they're unable to actually figure out themselves and problem-solve themselves. Good leaders coach. They sit down, they have conversations with their people, they spend time with their kids, and you talk about their day, and you figure out how to help them and coach them and inspire them. You motivate them. You find out what makes them tick. You can't treat every kid the same. You can't treat every employee the same. You find out what makes them tick, what language they speak in the sense of how they're motivated. Some people are motivated by money. Some people are motivated by like love is like encouragement and motivation. Some people might be motivated by gifts. Some people are just by time, quality time. And understanding kind of like the love languages uh, in a book, translating that as just relationship languages, is spending quality time in coaching, and managing, and in inspiring. Say, hey, man, you've done a good job today. Celebrating the victories, but also being able to stop and sharpen them when they did something wrong. One of the things I found out the biggest issue in my company is when someone does something wrong and I'm scared to speak up because maybe I'm a people pleaser sometimes is that little issue becomes a bigger issue and then it clouds and affects everyone on the team good leaders will stop and recognize there's a problem or an issue and, and not yell at someone not you show grace, you show love but you got to coach and mentor and inspire and that's a parent, a coach, a teacher, a manager Whatever area of leadership you're in, leaders fight for what's right and for what is best for the organization, which includes holding people accountable. Right. Love is not love by just allowing people to do whatever they want. I think that's a misconception in our in the Christian faith today. I think that's a misconception in our in our society is love is not allowing people to do whatever they want. Love is showing love by coaching and mentoring and leading people in a direction of what's right and what i mean by that is let's say my son luke or my son zach runs out into the middle of the street if i wanted to show love it's not oh okay you could do whatever you want it's hey hey, hey. that actually affects your life that could actually dramatically affect his health so i'm going to stop him it's like hey that's wrong and here's why This is what could happen if a car hit you. Good parents, good leaders, good coaches, good mentors, good managers, good CEOs. When people do something that is wrong that can be detrimental to themselves, detrimental to their team, detrimental to their organization, they will stop and coach and mentor and teach and bring light to the situation and then show a lot of love and grace because no one's perfect, and they'll help lead them in the right direction. Good leaders are outcome-driven, not about personal accolades. At the end of the day, leadership is about your team, achieving the goal, but ultimately inspiring and motivating people. Good leaders want to succeed. And it starts with leading your team to be a part of that journey. Good to Great, Jim Collins' book, I, I truly believe one of the differences of good teams, good organizations, and great is that you get the right people on your bus, but then you put them in the right seat. But you know As the bus driver, you got to make sure you motivate and inspire and make sure all of you are going in the one right direction. And so those are my three points today on leadership. I encourage you as a, as a mom, a dad, a coach to kind of stop and reevaluate how you lead the people of influence that you have in your life. And, you know, start with, again, modeling behavior, communicating what your goals and expectations are, and doing it all for the good of that organization, your family, or whatever it might be. Leadership's key, and I do believe great organizations win with great leadership. So cheers to y'all. I wish you the best, and um, have a wonderful day.